0: Welcome in, another edition here, Detroit Sports Betters Podcast, and it's powered by our great friends at DraftKings. Uh, they just do a fantastic job and uh, really appreciate their support, really allows us to build BSB, and um, you know, there's just so much there with what DraftKings has been doing and, and all the different odds. We're going to get to some exclusive ones here in a second, but uh, thank you again to DraftKings, and thank you for tuning in. This is just awesome to be able to do this every single week and talk to you guys about all the different things we have going on there's been so much in the sports betting world that's been happening and I know Matt koalas is joining us in a little bit who's been all over it just a incredible record in the in the NBA playoffs so he's gonna get to some some more details on that in a minute but first I just wanted to give my quick recap on the NBA Finals um what a great series and and it's really cool just to see Milwaukee get it done a small market team. A guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo who who gets drafted there, wants to stay there, wants to win there, doesn't want to leave, doesn't want to go to a super team, but, but wants to stay there, wants to win. Whether you like him or not, you have to respect that. Whether you have issues with guys going to super teams or not, you have to respect this model that, that Giannis did. And and I think it's awesome what him and Chris Middleton and that entire team was able to accomplish uh, definitely reminds me of uh, or, or foreshadows Detroit when the Lions are finally going to win a Super Bowl. I think that Detroit will be just as crazy, if not crazier, than Milwaukee was with 65,000 people in the streets just going wild. Love to see a small-town team win, and it was just awesome to uh, to, to really watch. Uh, it gets you excited and gets you hopeful for for the, the fact that our teams can be back, right? And And I'm really just excited to hopefully see that one day here in the city of Detroit. So, a quick stat on my end, I wanted to recap NBA finals concluded with home teams going both 5 and 1 straight up and 5 and 1 against the spread. It was the home teams stealing the show. So, once again, NBA finals according to DraftKings odds and I hope everyone enjoyed watching the NBA Finals. Matt Qualis joining us in a second, but right now DraftKings Sportsbook's not only my favorite sportsbook, but America's top rated. So speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold and DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer for you. Place any pre-event wager of $1, be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year, which I think is going to happen. That's 100 to 1 odds on any American athlete to simply stand on the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze this week. Uh, that's a pretty good odds, guys. 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around much. I love DraftKings. My friends and family do. It's great. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Promo code DSB when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America simply wins a medal. That's code DSB. Turn $1 to $100 in free credits. Limited time only DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline 800. 800- 270 7117 must be 21 plus, Michigan only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Thank you to DraftKings. Thank you to you for listening. Please subscribe, please share, and please join all of our Detroit better, Sports Betters communities. So, with that being said, Matt Koalis, take it away and talk to us about some records and some stats. Matt. Hello,
1: Detroit Sports Betters, and welcome back. I am Mac Wallace, admin of Detroit Sports Betters. and man, what a playoff ride. I'm really excited to get into today's podcast because, for one, you got to shout out the Milwaukee Bucks and their NBA championship, Giannis Antetokounmpo's first NBA championship after having two NBA MVPs, and I also need to shout out every single person who took this NBA ride with me. When we started this page, it was simply an idea. You know, I had been on a DFS pro team for about four years. I had an idea in how to organize it and how to get information out there. But in all honesty, I I wasn't sure if it was going to work. I wasn't sure if people were going to buy into it, if they were going to catch on, whatever. And if you can recall, it actually started with a Giannis Antetokounmpo and a Zion Williamson dunk boost. And that post absolutely blew up in my face. It wasn't even close to hitting. I got trolls, people commenting, whatever. But honestly, man, like I'm a big advocate for mental health awareness and things of that nature. If you know me and my story and I feel like I'm at a place in my life where I really just don't care. I really just don't care what anyone else says. I know I know my shit and I just kept posting and lucky to me, I had people who caught on. They started following the articles. They started following the YouTube videos. They started following the podcast and I really can't thank you guys enough. Because what we put out on the page is different. And I I feel like we started a blueprint. And and what I mean by different is when you go and you look at other cappers or you go and you look at other pages across the United States, you don't have people calling out triple doubles, um, which, you know, we hit on odds of up to 150 to one this season, you know, and that was before the run we went on in the playoffs and before the run that we went on in the finals. And we had multiple plays hit of up to 100 to one because I had people sending me $10 bets that ended up in a thousand plus dollars. So that's one thing too, is like I, we truly changed the game. People were not doing it how we are doing it. Maybe they are now. I don't know. There's a lot of people on this page. You could have taken our ideas and, and left it done, and done it somewhere else. But again, I feel like we created the blueprint and it couldn't have happened without the people following, DMing me, you know, uh, going to the Twitter. You know, the Twitter has about 2.5K followers and it's been open like three months. And that, that just shows how passionate our group is for these picks, for these plays, for this information. And honestly, guys, I, I really can't thank you enough because my, with my history, like I, I lost my mom, I lost my aunt, I lost my grandma and sports was always an outlet for me. You know, after after they passed, I was um, I was diagnosed with severe stress and severe anxiety and sports was one of those things that, you know, helped me to get my mind off things because I always felt like stats were pure. I would sit there with a pen and paper and I would write down player stats. I would write down player tendencies and I would try and pick up on things for the next game. And, and, uh, I would try and find a pattern essentially. And, you know, and and I think a lot of you, if you've been following me, you've picked up on my strategy and this is things that I've developed over the years. And again, a lot of this started with DraftKings DFS, you know, because I was uh, on a DFS pro team for a couple of years. And I was able to take that information and kind of apply it to player props and spreads and stuff like that. And I did the best I could. And I think we definitely improved as the season went on, you know. And again, I can't thank you guys enough because, um, you know, your support really does mean the world. And this would not go without this group support. And that's why I love giving back to you guys. I love giving you the wins. Um, I love giving you guys the big bets that we hit on, like those, the massive triple-double parlays, and we're going to keep them coming. So again, I just wanted to thank you for that. And it is, it's really cool too, because CBD was one of those things that helped my stress, helped my anxiety, helped me get my life back on track. And I was able to create my company, Serenity Medical CBD, because of DraftKings DFS. And now I'm able to loop it back in because Serenity Medical CBD has some UFC fighters and I've given you guys uh, some of those fighters' picks on our page, and which has been crazy, too, that they've won. And a lot of our fighters, too, are hand-picked. Like Brandon Moreno was hand-picked, you know, saw him on the Tough Series. And I, I try and get these fighters that have a chance to progress and, and rise through the ranks, you know what I mean? And Brandon Moreno definitely did that. You saw him win the championship, the first running Medical CBD champion, uh, winning over Davison Figueredo. And then also we have Kyler Phillips, fighting this weekend, who is nine and one, uh, one of the top strikers in the UFC as, as I see it. And, um, I think he has a great chance to rise the ranks and potentially become another serenity medical CBD champion. Um, and you know, like I said, I'm a big advocate on mental health and mental health awareness. So if you're ever interested in hearing the whole Serenity Medical CBD story and kind of what happened and how I, I bounced back, we do have uh, an interview on the Serenity Medical CBD channel. And that was done by Brand 25 and Mike Solomon and Kyle Bogenschutz. And they do an awesome job with stuff like that. So if you're ever interested in that, you can check that out on YouTube. And then of course, uh, before I get into everything, I need to shout out Drafting Sportsbook, as always. They're the ones who gave us the opportunity to start putting out more and more information, trying to give the group specific spreads, specific uh, promotions, which has been you know, just so cool. You know, This is the company that I won enough money to create my CBD company. And now the group and myself, we're, we're working with them as well. And again, that's a credit to you guys, um, a credit to you guys as well. So uh, throughout the season, to recap some stuff for us, we ended up going 87 and 55 throughout the playoffs, hitting at a 61% rate. You know, I always try and give you guys multiple plays. I want to try and give you those big juicy wins, and hitting at a 61% rate is pretty pretty solid. You know, and then in the finals too, we finished uh, 20 and six, hitting at a 77 uh, 77% rate. We also called some some absolutely crazy plays. Two, you know, we called the Giannis top scorer when he was plus 250 when those odds came down. We called the Bucks winning it all when they were down 0-2. I did call in seven. I'm sorry. They won in six. I was one game short. And, man, that sucks. They were plus 475, I believe. So that would have been another nice hit. But we had a lot this season. There's going to be more and more to come. Um, And I hope everyone was successful in theirs. And I think regardless if you won money, lost, I really doubt you lost money if you followed me every single day. I I really, really doubt it. But either way, I think you probably learned something from my approach and my strategy. And you can take that and put that towards, you know, the NBA next year. You can teach someone else or you can put it into other sports. It does not uh, work just with basketball. You know, a lot of my strategy has to do with bounce backs. The same goes, the same goes with the NFL you know what I mean? So thank you guys again for believing in Detroit sports betters and, you know, tailing and believing in my picks, you know, to, to put your money on the line from some guy that you never met before. He's just listening uh, or you're just listening or you're just reading, you know, that does take something. So I do appreciate you putting your faith in me and I'm glad I could help you out. And one more time, uh, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook uh, for believing in Detroit sports betters and giving us this opportunity. So I really, really Um, can't stress enough that we would appreciate it if you use drafting Sportsbook and helped uh, both parties to grow, you know, and we'll, and we'll keep the picks coming as always, as always. So with that being said, let's look to the weekend and UFC fight night, Sandhagen Hagen versus Dillashaw. But first, if you need a little liquid courage to make that underdog bet, I can't recommend my friends at Coppercraft Distillery enough. We all know how tough it is to pull that trigger. You know, when you have that plus 200 underdog bet, you're like, oh, I love this bet. I love this bet. Can I just click the button? So even if you're confident, even if you're confident Mm. and you need a little help pressing that button, grab some award-winning Coppercraft whiskey. This whiskey is sitting at 48.5% alcohol. I guarantee you'll enjoy the smoother refreshment and pushing that underdog bet we'll get a little bit easier with that liquid courage and uh, help us out, support our friends who are supporting us. And that is Coppercraft whiskey. And like I said, it's going to help you pick that underdog back. All right. So today we have two things to talk about. Won't be too long. Um, First cam acres going down. I like to talk about fantasy football. I'm an avid fantasy football player. You know, I play with uh, some of the top fantasy football players around the country And that is definitely something I'm going to be bringing in the podcast as well. Like I said, my specialty is DFS. So fantasy football, football is in my wheelhouse. And uh, so that will be the first topic. And the second topic will be UFC fight night, Sandhagen versus Dillashaw. But starting with Cam Akers going down, how does Darrell Henderson benefit? Okay. Personally, I think Akers going down is huge, enormous. If you don't think so. Uh, one example that I would bring to your attention is last year. And yes, it is a little bit different because of the timing and the, yeah, the age is very similar as well, but look at Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack last year. I don't really give a shit what anyone says. Those two were going to split carries going into that season. They were going to split carries or it was going to be a 60, 40, probably Taylor to Mack first game out. Mack tears his Achilles. Jonathan Taylor is then catapulted into the number one running back spot. And you saw what he did. And honestly, maybe I'm a little salty because I I think I won one out of five leagues last year, maybe two out of five. I'm not even sure, but I know I won one league, but the majority of all my league, not one team did I have Jonathan Taylor is because I have a huge rule. You do not pick running backs who split carries. It's a terrible thing to do. It's a bad idea. You're going to get frustrated. So I stayed away from Taylor. I thought he might need year two or year three, which would be this year and next year. But then Marlon Mack went down and it changed everything. You're catapulted into a heavy, heavy load spot. And that's what you want. That's what you want out of your running back. When you have someone who splits carries, that's generally fourth, fifth, sixth round running back. When you have someone who has the entire workload, that's almost always one, two, three. Now Darrell Henderson has been put into that spot. I personally personally would put him in the third or fourth round grade because so here's what's gonna happen the Rams are gonna go out they're gonna sign in uh Freeman maybe they'll bring Todd Gurley back and someone else that I was even thinking about was Adrian Peterson you know Adrian Peterson has shown that he's a very capable runner still late in his career he can get those five to ten carries per game and then Henderson will do the heavy lifting with maybe the 15 to 20. I don't expect him to get into that 25 carry range but Also, when you're looking at the pass with Darrell Henderson, you know, I would sit here and say the Rams got another running back for a reason. You know, they went out and got another one because, I don't know, maybe uh, McVay wanted to do the split carry thing, or maybe he wanted to do the 15-10, something like that. I'm not exactly sure, and it will be interesting, but Henderson has increased his yards per carry in each season going from 3.9 yards per carry to 4.5, respectively, last season. So, and in addition to that, if you've watched any of Henderson, he is uh, a capable pass catcher as well. He averages 9.9 yards per reception, and in my eyes, he should be treated as a running back two going forward. The reason I say that is because the Rams offense is too explosive to have a RB1. They have a lot of talented wideouts with Cooper Cup, Bob Woods, um, what's that guy's Van Jefferson? Is that the third? I believe so. But either way, I expect them to be more pass heavy. Yes. I think Henderson will be very involved. And I do think he will be a consistent, a consistent NFL fantasy prospect, but that consistency will consistency will come with carries yardage and receptions. I don't believe it'll come with touchdowns because again, there are so many weapons for me. If I were to make a projection right now, I would say Darrell Henderson has 225 carries, 1,050 yards and seven touchdowns. To put him in the reception range, I would probably say 35 to 45 receptions on the season, which is, once again, solid numbers. And I believe the numbers that I gave out are hard RB2 numbers. I think he's a firm RB2. I think he's a firm RB2. I'm I'm hearing back end and stuff like that. I, I would say firm. Yes, I know Matt Stafford is going to be passing a lot, stretching the field, stuff like that but with a quarterback of that caliber you need to focus on the run game Matt Stafford has never had a run game I got to imagine Sean McVay was like hey we're going to get you a run game we already got the defense you've never had let's get you that run game so I do I think that I think they're going to be 60 40 pass run if I'm being honest some somewhere 55 uh 55 45 something like that um so yeah if I were you I would take a firm look at Henderson. I think he can be a great third or fourth round running back. Okay. Now, on to UFC fight night. Sandhagen versus Dillashaw. Okay. We're going to go over three fights here. We're starting with Ladd versus Chiasen. Okay. Ladd is coming in at minus 195 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Um she is a smaller fighter, the more compact fighter. Both these fighters have only one loss on their record and Lad's loss came against a 5'9" 71 reach opponent. Okay? Now she goes against Chiasin who is the same exact height at 5'9" and has a one one more inch than that opponent, which she has a 72 inch reach advantage. And then in addition to that, Chiasen is also sporting a 70% takedown defense while Lad's number one goal is getting her to the ground. Chiasen has also been the more active fighter because when Lad got knocked out, it was was a very serious knockout. She said she had to learn how to uh, essentially rework her motor control, like, like learn how to walk again, learn how to like get her hands up and down and stuff like that. She did come back. Her first fight back, she won. But I believe Shiasen is a difficult opponent. Like I said, she's 5'9". She's I uh, got a 72-inch reach. She is sporting a 70% takedown defense. So I'm going to go with Shiasen here at plus 165 for the underdog. Okay, so the first one we're giving you is actually an underdog pick. Um, so, yep, again, Shiasen for that one. Going into the next fight, um, and the fight that I just gave is actually the co-main event, so it's going to be an exciting fight. And then the fight before that is actually Kyler Phillips versus Ralian Pava. I do not know if I said that correct at all. I am known for butchering UFC names, but that's what we're going to roll with, Pava, Yeah, that's got to be right. So let me start by saying that Kyler Phillips is a Serenity Medical CBD athlete, which is my company, so as you would probably assume, there's no way in hell I'm picking against him. But, hey, we took him last time when he was an underdog. He made a bunch of us money with the underdog pick. And then now he's a minus 260 favorite. Okay. So he's definitely, uh, definitely got the upper hand against Pava. And like I said, I handpick my fighters like Brandon Moreno, like Kyler Phillips, in hopes that they're going to um, rise the ranks and improve. And Kyler Phillips definitely do, does that because I believe he's one of the more skilled fighters within the UFC. He's coming in with a 9-1 record in the UFC, winning his last fight. And, again, he's a minus 260 favorite on DraftKings Sportsbook. I do believe that line is a little inflated. I think he should be more like minus 200. I do think he's the favorite. I do think he's going uh, to win. I just think that's kind of high. Pava is coming off two wins in a row and is a plus uh, 210 underdog coming out of Brazil. And regardless, his opponents, he hasn't gone against that many top opponents. I think I give the edge there to Phillips. Because Kyler Phillips is different, he has uh, crazy striking. I think the UFC wants him to win and wants him to progress in the division. So, I don't think at this point in time they're going to set Kyler up with a fight where he's going to lose. They would probably like to see him hit the top 10 because, again, he has a unique personality. He has a unique style. He's, he's a very good striker, but he's also very smart. He's very calculated. So, if I were to take anything, I would say the decision here, which is a minus 105 for Kyler Phillips on Drafting Sportsbook. But if you just want to add it to a parlay or something like that, minus 260 is pretty good. I believe it's a safe bet. So take Kyler Phillips in that one. So right now we have Chiasen at plus 165, and we have Phillips at minus 260. Going into the fight of the night, which is Sandhagen versus Dillashaw. Okay, we're only going to do three UFC fights here. Um, Kind of a a longer podcast. We did the recap. We talked a little fantasy. So we're going to do three fights, and you can do a three-fight parlay if you would like. Um, But lastly, the Sandhagen versus Dillashaw fight. This is another fight where I feel like it's slightly inflated going towards Sandhagen. Sandhagen is the minus 170 betting favorite on DraftKings Sportsbook, but again, it's for good reason. He is 14 and 2 and coming off knockout victories over Marlon Marias and Frankie Edgar, respectively, who are two um, fighters that are later in their career, but still incredibly, incredibly tough guys, incredibly tough fighters. Knocking out both those guys is very impressive. Um, his opponent, T.J. Dillashaw, is still, I'm sure, one of the better fighters within the division, but he's coming off a two-year suspension due to PEDs, and that was at a time in his career where he definitely wanted to be active and wanted to be fighting. Um, Sandhagen obviously, has been more active because of that. He's been fighting while Dillashaw has been out with the suspension, and he has a three-inch reach advantage. He's younger. I believe he's 29, while Dillashaw is 35 and there are, st- I mean, it's a fact that they were training partners in the past, but there are stories that they would be sparring against each other. And it actually got so bad that one of the coaches had to come in and separate them. They didn't say who had to be separated, but Sandhagen has been on um, a couple podcasts, a couple of YouTube shows, and he's kind of hinted that he's very confident because of past sparring sessions. So I believe that's what uh, Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen was the one who came out and said it. And If you don't know Chael Sonnen, he's a, a UFC Hall of Famer, ex-UFC great. He has a, a really good show. I, I believe it's called The Bad Guy or something like that. Um, and he talks about UFC, UFC topics. It's a really good show. He's actually a very good host. But that is what he was talking about, and then I believe Sandhagen was hinting at that—that that he was piecing Dillashaw up in their sparring sessions when they used to train together in Colorado. Um, but regardless. Regardless if it's true or not, I am rolling with Sand Hagen at 170. Again, I do believe the 170 is inflated because Dillashaw is a past champion. I, I get he's had two years off, but he's coming back with a lot to prove. You know, um, he's been caught with PEDs, his name has been tarnished, his legacy has been tarnished. I believe his his last fight against Henry Cajudo. Yeah, I believe that's how you say it. Once again, I'm not sure if that's how you say it. He was knocked out in like 30 seconds. So that's got to be like a really bad taste in your mouth um, to go from that. Then you're suspended for two years. Yes. I believe he usually fights at 135. He had to cause severe weight cut to 125 to fight Henry, but still knocked down 30 seconds, then suspended. Um, this is a huge, huge fight for him. This could be like a make or break fight. And for Sandhagen, if he wins, his only loss is to Aljamain Sterling, who don't even get me started on that guy. The dude throws the belt down after Peter Yan is beating his ass the entire fight because of the illegal knee. And now he's going around. I mean, we work for DraftKings too, but DraftKings is doing the, the commercials with Algermaine Sterling with the belt and stuff like that. And it just seems so fake. It's oh my god, it's brutal. It's brutal. So I don't have a ton of respect for Algermaine Sterling right now. I hope Sandhagen gets back up there and was, was one of the dudes who takes it from him, but uh, they need to give Jan that fight back, they need to they need to run that back. Sterling needs to be quit being such a coward, but back to Sandhagen Dillashaw. Um, I will be going Sandhagen 170. Like I said, I think it's inflated. If you wanted to go somewhere, I do believe both these guys are elite strikers and they don't like each other. They're rivals. They're going to be going for the knockout. So I would take the under four rounds, and I would also take the knockout for one of uh, for one of the fighters, whoever you like. I would be going Sandhagen. Um, but yeah, that's a way that you can increase some odds, increase your parlay, and stuff like that. So. To recap those three picks for today, it is going to be Chiasen plus 165. We're going to take Phillips at minus 260. And we're going to go Sandhagen at minus 170. Okay, that's going to be a great fight. This is actually a really, really good, exciting fight card on ESPN. Um, can't recommend it enough. I would definitely tune in for that. Okay, and that's all I got for today, guys. Uh, expect this for a little while. You know, the NBA Obviously ended last night, you know, is a great series. I was pumped up for the run that we went on, but I was also a little bitter because we don't got any more NBA to bet on. And that, that is my bread and butter. You won't see me posting any MLB. You will see me posting some UFC. I'll keep the articles coming. Um, I'll do some YouTube uh, NFL futures. Definitely, I will definitely get those going. I'll let everyone know. Like I said, we're going to have some fantasy going on with Tori Krug coming on the podcast uh, probably next month. He just had a baby. So um, once he gets settled and everything like that, we will have everyone or have him on. And again, guys, just want to thank everyone for everything that you guys have been doing. Uh, I appreciate like all the reviews, the recommendations, stuff like that. I have people from Texas reaching out to me. I had someone from New Jersey reach out to me the other day. And it's just the coolest thing in the world. And uh, that's how these grow. You know, you put out a good product. It's, uh, and you put out good information. You give, I mean, winning picks definitely help. And uh, that's how this shit grows. So people, people keep, uh, keep giving us the recommendations, keep giving us the reviews, the likes, comments, follows. We really, really do. We really do appreciate it. And um, if you're ever looking for me and you want to talk to me, you can DM me directly on Twitter at, at Detroit Betters. I am the one who is generally running that account. And then my Instagram is conanus 8 I also run the Detroit Betters account on Instagram as well. So if you ever want to reach out to me, I am very active on there. I answer a lot of pics, DM, stuff like that. And guys, if you don't have a Facebook, if you don't have a Twitter or anything like that, and you're ever wondering what the pics are, just feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to reach out to me, shoot me a DM, and I will let you know if I have anything for that day. All right? So... Again, as always, great, unbelievable NBA run. I can't thank you guys enough for everything that's gone on. And uh, let's get some more wins and let's just keep it rolling. A little different this time. It's going to be the UFC. But hey, same result, money in the pocket, baby. All right. I appreciate you guys. I am Matt Koalas from Detroit Sports Betters, and I am out. Enjoy the weekend, guys. Get some crap. Peace.